0: Find Love at First Drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right. Welcome to If I Were You, a comedy podcast being uh, recorded in a low point in human history.
1: A comedy podcast we must record because we have to release it today, but none of us feel very funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, This kind of reminds me of the morning after Trump episode where we're just like, let's just talk about our feelings and what the hell we're going through right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Only our feelings matter so much less in this specific scenario. It feels weird to get through emails
0: being like, this chick swiped me right on Tinder, and I don't know if I should hook
1: up with her because she says she's in an open. <laughs> How I pine for those problems to be the problems. Wouldn't that yeah. be good? The, those to, for those to be the real problems? It's fun because they're superficial.
0: <laughs> it seems like every three months, we wish we could just go back to three months earlier where things were, we thought was the lowest point, but didn't quite hit rock bottom yet.
1: Yeah, when it was just a pandemic. Oh,
0: can you remember when it was just coronavirus and not this um, mass oppression that we were actively fighting and experiencing through every major American city?
1: I guess the oppression and racism has always been there. So we could... If- Rewinding the clock three months wouldn't really fix that, but I guess the the sort of boiling point that we're in feels kind of tough to live in.
0: Yeah, you went to a protest the other day in Brooklyn.
1: I did. I I think so. Carnell was go. Carnell went to one on Friday and Saturday, and I was sort of trying to like build up my mental fortitude because, you know, pandemic. I'm a you're told to stay away from the crowds but I was feeling really awful didn't know what else to do and then I went to the protest on Sunday and it was very nice it was not what I had like built up in my head it wasn't it was not scary at all There, like everybody was keeping their distance everybody was very respectful you're listening to passionate moving speeches and it was an entirely uh, I guess I wouldn't say nice time because it's like very emotional, but it was, it was a, it was, <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. I'd say
0: that's right. Yeah, and then as these protests often do, like one little bit of es- escalation from one party creates this negative feedback loop and spirals out of control, and then you see these videos on Twitter or TikTok or wherever you're getting,
1: yeah. and then that's all you see. You like there's one car on fire, and that's that is it. It just dominates the news, yeah, or but even there was a lot of nice stuff, and no cars on fire where I was
0: that's good, or even more than the cars on fire is the looting, like everybody seems the stories and the images and the videos that are most compelling are is the looting, the destruction of property, which seems to be like the third most like if you're ranking everything, you're thinking of like okay, the worst thing of all is this system that's been built up and governmental and systemic way to keep the white man on top and then there's the protest violence which is awful and then even below that i think is like destroying targets and whole foods and stuff like that but yeah for whatever reason that's the thing that gets focused on the most
1: it is and it's such a weird yeah it's like and it gets focused on the most and it's like nitpicked like Hey, this isn't helping the cause. This isn't helping your cause. This isn't going to this isn't going to change anything if you if you loot a target, but that's like not the main thing that's happening. And it's also, I don't know, net fine. Yeah, I'm not
0: that's the stuff that concerns me the least is how like these giant store chain stores are going to be affected by the broken windows. Um, but Yeah. And then you look at, you know, the leaders of America, and that's the thing that they focus on the most. Trump is not weighing in on whether or not there are systems in place that keep certain persons of color uh, at the bottom. He's more like, can you believe these thugs that are breaking yeah. the windows of a bar? Let's fucking shoot them.
1: Like, it's easier to, like, you're nitpicking the process or complaining about, you're complaining about, like, the a foul or something, but not about like the game itself. Yeah.
0: I, I read a tweet that was like, if I killed one of your family members, I'd think I'd understand if you broke one of my windows like that, that part doesn't piss me off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I
0: mean, this whole sense. thing, this, I guess this whole recent thing was set off by um, George Floyd being literally murdered on camera. So I guess th- that's what is the most alarming upsetting terrible thing about this and seeing like people walk out of Patagonia with surfboards doesn't quite register as much as that.
1: Yeah. When, and also like, um, Brianna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery, like people that was murdered in the street and like their murderers weren't arrested. Somebody, uh, Brianna was also just like murdered in her house. They like kicked in the door and shot her. So yeah. Uh, (laughs) you can get the athleisure from target yeah it's gonna be okay
0: uh so what are we supposed to do i i'm just reading as much as possible learning as much as possible trying to educate myself as much as possible i don't know there's no like quick fix obviously to this thing that's been around since the beginning of america probably
1: it's early in like our education i guess like we can't come come on a podcast on monday and like talk about how we think and feel uh it's we've been sort of uh ignoring it or like futzing around on the edges and uh for too long so we have to dive in and i don't know anything yet (laughs) yeah
0: but we wanted to i guess not ignore it but also not spend the entire episode on it so we figured let's just talk about anything about it for as long as we can and then Maybe we'll take a break and then come back and try to record a normal podcast so people can pick and choose the experience that they want right now. Do they want to listen to us sort of tiptoe around and try to figure out what our thoughts are and speak them in a semi-eloquent manner, or do they just want to hear us answer questions?
1: I can't even get close to eloquent, so if you want to skip ahead 10 minutes and, and and talk to the Game Boy, let me know. Just skip, skip, skip. I uh, it's like it's such a weird yeah. moment because there's like, I think that we're used to just like, um, tr- basically it's like a privileged position to to always think about moments and, uh, and like these cultural touchstones to be like, how do I fit in? What does this mean for me? What do I do? How can I help? But it's like this moment that's not about us. So there's like some sort of learning curve to just being like shut up, listen, but also an inclination to help and do something, um, but recognizing that you are on the top and benefiting from the system that's in place that's hurting people. Yeah. So it's like it's not about you, but it's about the system that you partake in actively and to your benefit so i don't know there's i really have no fucking clue what to do tell me how to ruin it from the inside it's weird to be like oh this whole thing is so messed up and it's making me feel really uncomfortable and sad like good yeah that's fine that's good you can feel those things and that's how i do feel yeah especially
0: since we are the same color and gender as the bad guys of this story yeah
1: my life has been very very easy
0: uh, so what can we do? Donate your time, donate your voice, donate your cash.
1: Yeah, donate your mind. You can donate your brain to science. Really? And to charity.
0: The URL we found that seems to have the most information and options to you. donate your money is blacklivesmatters.card.co. It's hard to spell. That's C-A-R-R-D. Yeah.
1: yeah. Black lives matters, plural, dot... C-A-R-R-D dot C-O.
0: Yeah. Places to donate, you can donate to the victims, to the protesters, to the black-owned businesses or other important places. So that's just, if you don't have money to donate, you can spread the link. We'll tweet it. You can retweet. You can fave. Every little bit helps. Mm
1: -hmm. That's right. Amplify.
0: Yeah. And then you should probably be listening to podcasts where two white men aren't sort of batting around their
1: feelings to each other yeah definitely i would say that if you came here to i mean we're just sort of in the same moment with you if you're confused and uh uncomfortable there's definitely better podcast resources that can uh you much better than me and amir can and then but we're there with you and we'll listen to them too yeah.
0: <laughs> and then beside all this there's also the coronavirus which is still raging on which is only going to be amplified by all the you know protesting in close proximity and people getting thrown in buses and vans and uh, prisons and it's all getting worse it's bad and it's getting worse
1: yeah i mean this really it like it's crazy that it took all four years of trump's presidency to get to this point i guess we've been like on a simmer for a while but like this what we're in right now is what i feared when we were talking about the trump election yeah, yeah and the day after he was elected i, I mean you, that's what you see I'm fo-
0: of. you see photos of the white house with its lights off and surrounded by fires it's like okay he is at the epicenter yeah. of this giant colossal meltdown
1: yeah if you know they put him in the panic room yesterday right that's nice they should have left him there <laughs> <laughs>
0: He just, somebody mentioned that like joe biden should just come out and start acting like president like give a state of the union like start talking and everyone just like we just crossfade to joe biden and like start to ignore donald trump completely
1: That'd be, that would be great imagine if they just left trump in the panic room it's like okay sir this is for your safety uh he's like there's no uh there's no food in here there's no water that's fine the you toilet
0: you're morbidly obese so i assume you could survive for a, at least a few weeks off just water alone the closet
1: <laughs> this is the panic room buddy i mean he's not even gonna, he's not even saying anything he's not even addressing anybody is he's just sitting there like tweeting about uh people stealing stuff from walmart yeah i woke up the other day and he just <laughs> i'm like let's
0: see what uh let's see what's on twitter and the top tweet was him uh, tweeting china with an exclamation mark i'm like all right that's interesting good nice yeah
1: he was also like he was doing He he was trying to like make obamagate happen or something yeah like, <laughs> accusing president obama of a crime like yeah okay buddy that's like eye on the ball here <laughs>
0: uh rome is burning so don't, you don't have to point to your last president and say that it's gonna make obamagate look like small potatoes or whatever he said oh no we're fucked and it's getting worse everything is bad and it's getting worse what what'll be the next thing
1: what what will be the next thing
0: natural disaster i feel like we're due for one of those because you know they're yeah, like the virus is bad, and then the cities are burning. Like the oppression has reached a boiling point, and now let's like throw in what a tornado or hurricane.
1: Oh, uh, forest fires! That could be that could be one. Yeah, because
0: um, summer months are coming up.
1: Yeah, def- I would. I'm. I'm with you. Natural disaster. That's the. That's that's the icing on the cake. That's like, oh, maybe you know, like in Sims, when you could sort of create natural disasters to to your cities. Um, I feel like we're at, there's going to be a monster. That's what's Oh, interesting. Happen. A Godzilla like, of sorts. Giant Kraken comes out of the sea uh, in Miami and just sort of starts like pulling buildings down with its tentacles. That's what's next.
0: That's good. At least the buildings are
1: completely empty because of the disease of the virus. So, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's good. Um, and so we're in June. Three months from now is yeah. what, September? End of summer. Um, September 1st, end of summer. Do you think the world seems better or worse than right now? <laughs> are we just... at the low point or are we like on our knees about to face plant onto rock bottom? Yeah, it's hard to, It's. it really all
0: depends on what you consider rock, like, are these protests, are they quote unquote good for society because people have finally had enough and then we're having the difficult conversations and then we're having the outbreak uh, of anger? Like you could say right. that this is all a good thing. This is inspiring. Like what's worse is uh, the few months before this where all this stuff was still happening but everyone was silent. So really it's
1: hard That's to true. quantify good and bad. But uh, yeah. is the fever breaking right now or is it getting worse. Oh, yeah, or is it like pedal to the metal? There's we're not releasing, just heading towards a disaster.
0: How can things be get better? I just don't I just don't see a path unless like nothing can happen. Like the, you can't dismantle <laughs> centuries yeah. of oppression in 3 months. The disease is around more people now than it was three months ago, and we're starting to reopen things, so, like, that's gonna be bad. Like, Los Angeles, two days ago, it's like, all right, let's fucking reopen restaurants. You can eat in a restaurant, and everyone's like, what?
1: Who's gonna go there? Who's gonna do that? There's no, yeah, there's seemingly no strategy. It's just, like, boredom, or it's just, like, like, you know what? All right, I don't care. Open it up.
0: Yeah, and California is supposedly supposed to be one of the most liberal, smartest, science-driven states in Los Angeles, the California of California. And they're like, all right, record case numbers, death's still going up, let's open restaurants. Let's do it, let's fucking open the restaurants.
1: Yeah, and New York City's supposed to be one of the most liberal cities in the world, if not the most liberal city in the world. And here we are, like... Throwing protesters in jail and shit, and escalating uh, violence in the street. Yeah. Did you see that picture of
0: a bunch of white millennials eating brunch in front of a protest?
1: I sure did. I sure did. I oh well. Oh, like...
0: Zooming in, that's you. You're eating, yeah, some sort of yeah. Benedict.
1: I honestly, yeah, it feels like that. What a week ago that was me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I could see you having corned beef hash, and then behind you a police officer sort of escalating the violence, throwing that's an old man down with his shield.
1: That's quite enough, okay? What? <laughs> I was protesting as well because my toast was burnt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have no idea. That was the worst happen. thing that had ever happened to me.
0: <laughs> there, there's also an election coming up. You sort of forget that. Everyone was worried that the election would be all-consuming, a year of debates and how annoying it will be. Now the yeah, election is in November, bad. it's June, and I haven't heard of, of Joe Biden
1: in the last few weeks. I think he went to a protest yesterday. That's nice. Um, let's say that website again, because we aren't a good resource, but we do, we have a small platform and all we can do is try to direct people to the same resources that we're using. Yeah, uh, and Even if we don't fully know or have the same experience as the people we're trying to help but black lives c-a-r-r-d dot c-o
0: yeah and uh all right let's take a break thanks some sponsors come back with a a uh a half a version of our comedy podcast
1: after this yeah
0: thank you to squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show
1: indeed
0: You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh,
1: all right. Segments, folks.
0: Yes. Better help. dot com slash segments segments to get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With better help. And we're back. America's still on fire, but we got some emails.
1: That's right. And let's make this second half extra goofy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, sorry. Okay, that's all the energy I could muster. Let's go.
0: I'll see you in a week. Uh, Here's a suggestion email, not a question, but Anna writes, Jake might like Stardew Valley.
1: Stardew Valley. What is that? Yeah, I guess not sure if you've...
0: Yeah, she finds it like Animal Crossing without the stressful parts. It's more focused on the farming and resources, and the people are actually humans, and the animals don't talk, and the time doesn't pass while you aren't playing, so you don't get yelled at by Nook after a couple days off. Did that happen to you?
1: Did you get yelled at by Nook? I didn't get yelled at, but I've heard that people, like, one of the residents of my island was like, I haven't seen you in a while, where have you been, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a little stressful that time passes in real time. That was definitely a conscious choice to make it seem like I could never stop playing Animal Crossing. But Nook's <laughs> not the boss of me. And I have stopped playing. <laughs> oh, you stopped? Well, not stopped, stopped. But <laughs> over the weekend, I definitely took some time off. I, yeah. I didn't visit my island. Yeah.
0: Um, I-, I saw you at the protest holding up a Nintendo Switch, wondering if anyone had a charge. Uh, all right, here's an actual question people had. Uh, this one is from a 22-year-old bisexual girl from the Philippines. Okay. We'll call her Philippa. Uh, I've been with my boyfriend for almost five years now, and he's literally perfect and does not cause me any problems. Our families are pretty close, and my parents love him. Here's my issue. All this time alone and away from him because of quarantine has got me thinking that I haven't had my life explored, like in the dating world. We met at our sophomore year of college, and we've been together ever since, so I didn't get a chance to date around and explore new people. He's really committed to me, and even talks about wanting to marry me and start a family with me. And that's great and all, but I kind of don't want to settle down yet, and I feel like I don't, if I don't get out of this relationship now, I'll have a hard time getting out of it in the future. Yeah, I mean, she's been in it for five years uh Mm -hmm. it'll i've only ever been comfortable with my sexuality these past few years and so i've never even been with a girl before basically to make a long story short i want to start dating girls uh but i'm scared i might be throwing away a good thing hope you guys answer this thanks love you
1: Hmm. well
0: this is a weird time to be like i want to see other people (laughs) that being said i can't see anybody else for a couple months to a year
1: yeah But it is also true that like this moment right now is the easiest time you'll have getting out of your relationship. Like if you stay together through the quarantine, it's going to be harder because you've gone through another hardship and stayed together. So your relationship is thus more fortified. A little further, it's like, oh, we've been together for seven years. We can't break up now. There's like, it's not going to get easier to break up. It only gets harder. So if you're feeling like you want to break up, you should do it. Right now.
0: Yeah. Um, but then you can't... What are you going to... How are you going to explore your um, bisexual side of dating women for the first time ever if you can't leave your house for very often?
1: You can do it virtually for for a time until uh, until you're ready to start going on dates IRL. It feels oh, that's like cool. It'd be an interesting time to be single. But like, you could meet people on the apps, chat, chat see who you like and then do a socially distant date where you go on a walk with a mask that's it's kind nice. of nice like i think you would be happy to go on a date wearing a mask pressure is pretty low you don't have to like make a first impression you, they won't see your face that's yeah. good you could have a zip <laughs> You can have
0: bad breath, which was the hardest part for me dating. Like, oftentimes my gums and plaque would reek of shit. And, like, that's <laughs> yeah. it's hard to say, like, stay six feet away from me when we're meeting up for the first time. And it's hard to say, like, I actually don't <laughs> right. smell like tuna if I'm leaning in for a kiss and I reek. I reek of fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <tuna.
1: laughs> yeah. Why not just brush your teeth? Oh, well,
0: that's true. I feel like I should have ri- written oh my into God. the podcast. Well,
1: I just got a whiff of your breath. I don't know how over Zoom. I don't know yeah. how. But I saw I just your microphone just wilted. Green
0: <laughs> green steam came out of my mouth.
1: You have greasy breath. <laughs>
0: Speaking of greasy, check out The Headgun podcast. Me, you, Jeff, Riley, Marika. We're just hanging out mm-hmm. once a week. Yeah, uh, that's
1: a greasy that's a greasy pod.
0: Yeah, things get very greasy, very silly over there. So if you need an extra dose of silliness, we recorded an episode last week before we were um, depressed. So.
1: <laughs> or only mildly depressed. Uh, that'll be a good release.
0: Yeah. 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 Again, every you you always wish you can rewind time to two months previous, so I can't wait to see what happens in early August to September that makes us pine
1: for this day insane cannot imagine cannot imagine sure it will happen um, i would also say as you're as you're breaking up with your boyfriend tell him exactly why tell him everything you told us um and and he might have some insight as well like maybe he'll be like cool with an open relationship like uh-huh. you seeing other girls might not be a bad thing yeah yeah, yeah like if, if For... he's if he's been chill so far he may he might he might continue that trend
0: yeah, and a lot of guys are less threatened by women. It's not its not like you're asking to date another guy. You're like, I want to explore my female sexuality and date females. He might be more open to it Yeah. than just I like, I want to date that dude versus you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here's another one. <laughs> this one's pretty funny. Hey, guys, we'll call this guy um, Reginald. Uh, hey guys, I have a question about pubes, writes Reginald. Hmm. When I started dating my GF, I noticed she has an interesting trim pattern. She doesn't shave the underside of her business because she has sensitive skin, which makes sense. She said she trims it with scissors sometimes. Sounds dangerous, but I'd venture a guess that that trim doesn't happen too often. I don't really like getting a mouthful of bush every time I go down on her. If I bought a nice pube trimmer, would it be totally out of line that, to suggest she try it too? Uh if it helps, I'm planning on proposing soon. I have a ring and everything. <laughs> Thank you for your oh help. <laughs> I would propose first. Uh she might be changing her mind if you say, "You get down on one knee with a trimmer. Will you shave yeah. yourself and marry me?" <laughs> a mouthful of pubes. <laughs> oh god so propose and then uh what's the most gentlest way to bring up the idea that uh he would prefer if the uh pubes weren't as bushy on the underside despite the fact that she has sensitive skin
1: yeah i just think you can't i just think you can't (laughs) i don't know i don't think you can i think it's impossible i do
0: Even if you're engaged to have an open, honest conversation about pubic hair, if you're coming from the right place,
1: yeah, I think when you're married, uh, there's going to be a lot less pubic maintenance. (laughs) If it wasn't happening during the courtship phase, it's not going to start now.
0: What about the fiance ship of it all? Um, You know, you're 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 obligated to marry still obviously it's not a real contract but it's a social one and you guys can talk about the fringe details like pubic hair personal hygiene things of that nature and yeah maybe something will come up that she can hopefully potentially maybe if she's interested and wants to help you go down on her to trim the underside of her situation
1: i think all you can do and this is really like I, I think you. My true advice is to just get used to having pubes in your mouth, and that's fine. That's that's the, that's someone you love. I have no problem having pubes in my mouth. Strangers' pubes never bothered me. You know, it's fine. Even if it was it's, in my soup. Like yeah, you you like licking the vagina. Just enjoy everything that comes with it, whether it's pubes or not. That's <laughs> that's it's all it's all positive, okay? But if you really if you feel like If you feel like uh, you really, really can't stand it, then I think the only measure you can take is start having a meticulous pube grooming uh, ritual for yourself. Lead by example. Uh, Mm. Don't ask your fiancé to do anything you aren't doing yourself, Uh, (laughs) pube-wise. Maybe she'll be inspired. (laughs) Maybe she'll be inspired. (laughs) Maybe she'll see your pubes and be like, damn, that is... That's a neat line. How did you get that? They're all so uniform. Uh, yeah, I'm thanks. intrigued. How'd you get uh, the fucking have...
0: vicious triangle on top of your peen?
1: Is that a zero fade from your grundle? <laughs> <laughs> zero fade. A comb over? <laughs> <laughs> My mom's pubis has a bald spot. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. One last question. Sure. Um, Another lady from Vancouver. So we'll call her Canada. Can you tell that we're drained creatively, that we're coming up with names that just sort of rhyme with where these people are from?
1: Yeah, that's that's on us.
0: Uh, again, I apologize. Low energy, bad effort from us. But here we are doing our best. Low energy uh,
1: Jeb and Sleepy Joe are hosting <laughs> this one.
0: <laughs> I'm going to take off my yesterday. mask.
1: How funny is it that Trump's nickname for Joe Biden is Sleepy Joe. When last election, he couldn't come up with that adjective "sleepy" for someone he called low energy Jeb. <laughs> so he should have used. You're saying he should have he
0: should have waited on low energy.
1: It, well, it should no. It should have been Sleepy Jeb. Like, <laughs> low. It's insane that a nickname was four syllables long, low energy Jeb, and then he was like, "Oh, it's so much faster to say Sleepy Sleepy Joe." That's right. Anyhow, all right. Have you
0: uh, resigned yourself to the idea that Trump might w- win this election in November? Like, we'll just uh, <laughs> have another four to
1: 40 years of this guy? Um, I guess, no, I have not. It's I'm I am i can't accept it, and I
0: can't. <laughs> uh, all right. Canadia writes, Long-time listener, and you guys have got me through multiple unrequited loves. Yeah, not even breakups, LOL. Glad I got to shake Amir's hand in Vancouver in 2018 before it was illegal. I swear it wasn't (laughs) me that gave you the flu. So hear me out. Mm. Baby Zoomers, the name for the next generation of people born after COVID. Yay? Nay? Genius? Thoughts? I'll see myself out. You're welcome. So instead of baby boomers, this next generation of people... Are going to be called baby zoomers.
1: That's pretty solid. The weird thing to me, I guess, is that like calling someone a zoomer because they were born during zooming, like while other people were zooming. Like, isn't it weird because it it implies that they are the ones that use Zoom all the time? But really, it was their parents that were using Zoom all the time. Oh yeah
0: yeah but baby boomers are because the parents were fucking after the war and there was a
1: boom of right. babies yeah they called it the baby boom so you're like oh i'm a baby boomer yeah, oh, yeah. so it'd, it'd more be like what is th- i get i get the the spirit of this and i think it's not bad at all i think it's pretty solid you'll allow baby zoomers yeah i guess one of if- wood
0: Want to feel old? This baby zoomer is
1: four months. <laughs> what will that next generation be called? I don't know. What's what are we, we're millennials? There's like the silent generation, baby boomer, Gen Y, Gen Z. That's the young generation right now. Yeah, and who comes up with the names of it? But like they don't. They haven't gotten like their moniker. I don't know.
0: Well, if you're out there, let me. I'm gonna Google the different names of the generations generation naming systems and is it just an american thing
1: i don't know that either
0: like you're not a are you a baby boomer if you were born during that time but in like london maybe
1: because it was all about the world war all right well there's a giant wikipedia on generation so i and i don't think it's the right kind we'll see you in uh,
0: another two weeks i guess
1: <laughs> i've got well i have some other more important reading to do
0: to be honest now you should really get to the bottom of why they're called gen (laughs) x
1: i am seeing that now post-millennials that's what this one next one's called
0: post-millennials headed by when post malone was born everybody after post malone is a post-millennial
1: okay zoomer
0: (laughs) okay consumer Ooh. I don't know if I trust the idea, or I don't know if I like the idea of a generation being named after a a product, though. Like, that's free advertising for Zoom.
1: That bumped me a little bit, too, actually. It is crazy how much Zoom is killing it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This is like... Even Google can't get in there. No. I heard of this technology, like, the day after the pandemic, I think, right? Yeah, and by
0: that time it was already like a publicly traded company, so it'd have to have been around for years and years, and we just didn't like. Just like look for Zoom in your email. Were we on a Zoom call three years ago and just
1: didn't realize it? it It's like a weird tech, like struggling startup. It's like, and for a year or two, um, I I think I like recorded podcasts with you over Facetime and with Murph and Emily and Caldwell on like Google Hangouts. It was so laggy and bad. Yeah, the big
0: problem is like when two people are talking at once, how does the software handle that? Because some people, like some software, it's like, let's just silence everybody and you can't hear anything. Some people let the louder person talk and the silence the other person. Some people let both of them at the same
1: time. Yeah, Zoom does a pretty solid job of uh, blending that audio. So like even when three people are talking over each other, you hear everyone. I don't yeah. know how to do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, I I think I've noticed that like the loudest person is the clearest and then you could but you can still hear the
1: other people. Looks like our first Zoom call was actually in late October.
0: Wow. So we were using it relatively recently, but still before the pandemic.
1: Yeah, we did it for uh headgum uh company wide meetings. Interesting stuff. Oh yeah. When all
0: of New York and all of LA were in the same room. We only needed yeah. two of us that's right weird a time of innocence a time of zooms (laughs) uh all right well we definitely talked for 30 to 40 minutes which is pretty good all things considered yeah
1: we got it out we i mean late low energy bad but can you blame us for that
0: <laughs> honestly it's your problem if you're not happy with it like that's on you <laughs> i didn't do anything wrong
1: i accept uh, some. <laughs> uh
0: all right for more questions and answers um and theme songs send it to if i were show at gmail.com we didn't open with a theme song, but we did get a good one from Vicky this week. So, maybe we can close with it. Vicky. Yeah, and I why think not? she said, shout out her boyfriend. Let me look up her boyfriend's name. Uh, and there's more silliness to be had on the HeadGum podcast, and our Patreon has videos. Um, we're quizzing each other. We're taking the SATs. We're answering questions. We're watching our old videos. Indeed. That's a nice discussion. Tens of hours. A lot of stuff on our Patreon. Yeah, Vicky wrote a theme song. Shout out to her boyfriend, David. So thank you to Vicky and David. Thanks to you guys for listening. The URL again, if you would like, uh, if you can spare anything, is uh, Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. I can't
1: wait to see what the future holds. Yeah, I'm hopeful and scared. We'll see. Today we're gonna seize the cheese Buy some beard oil and eat chicks, mom's cookies Amir can't stream his TV show
0: to tell it to. What I'd do if I were you. And listen to these two coyotes.
1: That was a headgum podcast.